This is a classroom lesson repurposed for online distance learning and based in part on the following quotation from Thinking and Speech, Chapter 7, page 245. Word meaning is a phenomenon of verbal thought or of the meaningful word. It is a unity of word and thought. No further evidence is needed to support this basic thesis. Our experimental studies have consistently supported and justified it. They have shown that by taking word meaning as the unit of verbal thinking, we create the potential for investigating its development and explaining its most important characteristics at the various developmental stages. The primary result of this work, however, is not this thesis itself, but a subsequent conclusion that constitutes the conceptual center of our, of our investigation, that is, the finding that word meaning develops. The discovery that word meaning changes and develops is our new and fundamental contribution to the theory of thinking and speech. It is our major discovery, a discovery that has allowed us to overcome the postulate of constancy and unchangeableness of word meaning, which has provided the foundation for previous theories of thinking and speech. Chair. 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 The word is chair. Do you know what this word means? Go ahead and say it out loud. Put it into words. Chair. Is it something you can sit on, carry, push up against the table? Of course it is. So here it is, chair. I made it a little bigger this time. Go ahead and sit on it. Go ahead. Chair. Or is chair just a five letter signifier of that which we take to mean chair? I'm talking about the concept of chair. This one you could probably sit on. Go ahead, I'll wait. How well do you know the word chair? From zero to a hundred. What level is your knowledge, your understanding of the word chair? I assume it's pretty high. Do you know this word? Do you know it completely and totally and thoroughly? That would be a hundred points. Is this word completely and utterly foreign to you? That would be closer to zero points. So where would you rank yourself on your understanding of this word, chair? What does it mean to understand a word? What does it mean to possess a word, to have a word, to know a word? We all know what chair means. Is this chair? This one? This one? That one? This one, surely you've already defined the word. Just for fun, let's play some Q&A. Where did this word come from? When was the first time it was used? What is the story about the origin 
of this word. What is the chair origin story? I'm sure you can imagine a couple different scenarios. I'm sure some sort of caveman or cavewoman at some point grew tired of sitting on the ground. Somebody at some point perhaps discovered a partial solution. At some point they had to communicate that solution to somebody else, grunting, pointing, maybe dragging or walking the other person a mile or so to point at the actual quote unquote chair that they have discovered or stumbled upon. At some point that chair is not in front of you anymore. So you need to refer to it somehow, maybe sign language, maybe drawing some sort of representation of it in the dirt. Eventually the word itself does the job and people start to share that word and the word serves a very useful uh, purpose, a very useful function. And then we don't need the chair in front of us. Simply the word itself can do the job. Have you ever gone a full day without a chair? Have you ever tried to go a full day entirely in a chair? Have you ever been a chair? 79-year-old Rita Young using 23-year-old Cesar Larios as a human chair. Uh, no, she wasn't, she wasn't heavy. 141 pounds, Caesar was moving a load for his company. Call college hunks hauling junk. But this hunk ended up hauling more than junk when the elevator got stuck at Grand Court Senior Living in Tampa. Rita began to panic, claustrophobic and unable to stand for the length of time it would take to be rescued. I told her to just calm down and uh, and if she wanted to sit, she can sit on my back. And bless his heart, Caesar, I can hold you at least up to an hour. He said, I'm not strong. She was kind of sitting little by little, putting her weight on my back. And then after a few seconds, she, just, she was just chilling in my back. It's special when you're 79 years old. And a young man comes along and offers his back to you. My special angel. Let's consider some more questions. Have you ever drawn a chair? Have you ever studied a chair? Have you ever shopped for chairs? Have you ever broken a chair? Have you ever destroyed a chair? Was it on purpose? Was it accidental? Was it in anger? Was it in rage? Hopefully not, but these things happen sometimes. Have you ever analyzed a chair? Have you ever built one? Maybe even with Legos, maybe a robotic chair. What does it mean to understand a word? How much can you tell us about 16th century chairs in Austria, 18th century Italian chair cultures? Oh, there's plenty to tell. Have you ever been a chair? That guy has. What if our word was grandma? From zero to a hundred, what would your score be? What is your understanding of the concept in all its facets that goes by the English word grandma. Compare your score to this woman's score or this woman's score. A word is a concept. A word has meaning and word meaning develops and understanding develops. Let's say the word is chair. How could you develop your understanding of this concept, the concept signified by the letters C-H-A-I-R. There are so many things you could do if you had the motivation, if 
you had the interest, if you had any reason to, if you had the inclination, you could be a student, you could study, you could research firsthand, secondhand, interviews, books, libraries, archives, documentaries. You could analyze, observe, examine, etc. You can do all these things. You can develop your understanding by teaching others what you have come to know firsthand, secondhand, thirdhand. You could share your understanding, your research. You can work with others, collaborate together to try to build an understanding. You can design, build, take apart, rebuild. Now, I don't know why you'd want to develop your understanding of this word, but I can predict that, see the word and believe that they completely understand the word. We all know the dictionary definition, but do we have the insider understanding? Can we understand a word from the inside out? Sometimes with these questions and answers, sometimes with a little bit of thinking, we realize that perhaps our knowledge is not as rich, it's not as complete, not as full as we assume. For me personally, I like this feeling. I like the feeling of being humbled somewhat, of realizing how little I know and how much there is still to know. Here's an argument. One, there's quite a bit that could be represented by the word chair. Two, Joe has never analyzed, designed, taken apart, or built a chair. Therefore, Joe is likely to struggle in life. Of course, this is a silly argument. What if there was a word other than chair? What if there was a word like love or patience, education, or money, or death, or friendship? On and on we go. For different people, there will be different concepts that are extremely important to their life. And there will be some concepts that if you don't have an understanding, if you don't have a good grasp, you might struggle in life. I don't think the word chair is one of these concepts. Here's another argument from Aristotle a long, long time ago, who suggested that there is a sweet spot, there's a golden mean, there's a, a proper amount of confidence. Now you can agree or disagree, but it's good to know sometimes how much we know. And it's good to know sometimes how little we know. And there are concepts other than chair where hitting the sweet spot is probably a good idea. Some concepts we will explore in working period one are the words on the screen. Unfortunately, the word chair is not there, but you could pursue that on your own time. From zero to 100, what might your score be on these words? Working period two, we get to exercise our brains and our minds and our attention in a more calculated, more deliberate way. Analysis is a word similar to chair, perhaps similar to grandma, that over the course of your life, your understanding of this concept is going to develop and continue to develop. And hopefully you will turn into a teenager, a young adult, an adult, perhaps a parent, grandparent, who understands something about this word from the inside out. Working period three, offers us other concepts to focus on. I believe these words stand for themselves. 
just thinking for 30 seconds or so, 60 seconds or so, we could see that these are words worth knowing, both from an offensive and from a defensive point of view. Marking period four is maybe the most fun marking period of middle school, lower and upper middle school, or so I hear from the vast majority of students who pass through my class. In French, this says, ceci n'est pas un pipe, and that says, this is not a pipe. So take that quote and do what you will with it. But when I reach out to grab this pipe and take a puff, my hand hits the screen of my computer. But I'm also not a fool. I also have common sense. And any fool knows that this is, of course, a pipe. Even if it's merely painting of a pipe or a digital image of a copy of a painting of a pipe. This is a pipe. This is not a pipe. Those are words. They're in French, but they're still words. I could tell that much. Attached to this video will be a summary of the chair lesson, certainly not a requirement, but if curious, there's some extra information behind the motivation for this lesson. There's some extra cool links if you'd like to check them out. And there's some advice for any, anyone who is a learner or a teacher, or like most of us, a learner and a teacher. 